Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we have our very first uh, movie continuation of a Disney TV show. Yeah. It took me a while to find the word. <laughs> yeah, so we have Jet Jackson the movie, which is, yeah, like Elizabeth said, a continuation of the show The Famous Jet Jackson. I have never seen The Famous Jet Jackson. I didn't really know what it was about. I mentioned this in our Instagram post, but whenever I heard Jet Jackson, I thought he was related to the Jetsons from, <laughs> like, the old cartoon about the family in space. Yeah, I don't think that I ever saw the show. I think the show was just a little bit too before my time. Um, but I do remember seeing this movie because Disney Channel used to play all of their decoms like at 3 a.m. just like all the time. And so I would wake up in the middle of the night and they would just be like on the TV. So I've seen parts of this. Yeah, and I, I did not have a TV in my room. I think we've established this before. I have not seen as many decoms as Kelly has. Yeah, a lot of this was 3 a.m. I would wake up and it would be on and I'd say, it's the summer. I can watch this. So... Um, there is a specific scene that I remember very vividly, which I will bring up, but there is a lot to, that goes into the background of this movie. We want to give a trigger warning first. If you're triggered by suicide, please skip through this first part. Yeah, well, before I get to that even, um, this is a DCOM. It is included in Disney Channel's, like, 100 DCOMs. They had a celebration in, I think, like, 2016 of, like, 100 DCOMs. But it is not on Disney+, Plus, and neither is, like, the famous Jet Jackson, the show. And so I thought that was kind of weird because I'm pretty sure all of the other actual DCOMs that we talk about are on Disney+. Plus. So I did a little digging into that. Um, and that's uh, this is a little bit where the trigger warning comes into play. So if you are uncomfortable, just go ahead and skip past this. Just go to when we start talking about the movie but we'll put that in probably like the description or something yeah so um lee thompson young plays jet jackson and in 2013 um he was he didn't so he was on a show called rizzolian isles he was like a main character and he didn't show up to filming on august 19th 2013 and so the police were sent to do a well wellness check and it turns out that he had committed suicide or he was found dead in his apartment um, and so he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder kind of earlier in his life, I think in his teens is what I read, and he was treated for it. He would, like, go to the doctors and he was on medication for it, but obviously sometimes things happen. Um, but in his toxicology report, his medication was in his system, but there weren't, like, extra drugs and alcohol or anything, so it wasn't, like, I don't know. It was kind of weird because he was taking his medicine and he had seen his doctor five days earlier and his doctor said that he seemed fine. He was taking his medicine. He didn't like talk a lot about feeling hopeless or anything. So I don't know. Some people were a little weirded out by it. And apparently I didn't see a lot of this, but there are some people who are trying to make it seem like he was like part of a religious cult or something. <laughs> Not, I don't know. You can look into it more if you want to. But yeah, anyway, after speculation, um, nobody, yeah, I mean, it was ruled a suicide, and that's that. So his family created the Lee Thompson Young Foundation, which is an organization, and on their website, it says that they provide mental health and wellness education to children, teachers, parents, and community leaders. So out of that, like, his parents and his family, um, you know, decided to create some good. I don't, yeah, so that's it. There's, like, I don't know, there's some speculation surrounding it, but I don't really want to go into it because it's a sensitive subject, and you never know. And it's probably not true. <laughs> yeah, but the, well, the one thing that is so strange is, like, everyone talks about how wonderful of a guy Lee Thompson Young was. Like, everyone loved him. I did not see a single negative thing about him at all. And there's even this YouTube video. It's still on YouTube now. Um, he was friends with someone who he met in college, and she 
like uploaded a video with him. It's 11 years old, so it's like the early days of YouTube, but it, and she keeps saying like a video log instead of vlog. <laughs> I don't know, something for a vlog, but even like watching that, like it's so weird to just see like how like good of a person he seemed. So, it was very sad to say. Uh it really shocked a lot of people because again, like he was on the successful TV show, like he seemed like he had his life all together. But again, it's like kind of common story um but some of the speculation is that the reason this is not on uh disney plus is because of the suicide other people said like there's robin williams films on disney plus so they didn't think that that was necessarily it somebody else this was on a reddit forum because i was just trying to figure out like why it wasn't on there and um somebody else said that it's owned by dhx media limited and so they think that that's probably why is it can't be on disney plus Plus? no yeah, see, Life with Derek was owned, it wasn't owned by Disney, I don't think. It was owned by that, like, Canadian film company that made Degrassi. Yeah, but this is a decom, like, through and through, because, like, we ordered, we watched it on Amazon Prime, and it has, like, Disney Channel in the beginning, it has, like, Disney yeah. Channel original yeah, movie I had in that the beginning. Little, uh, every time I go to watch a decom, I'm always, like, ready to be like, let's watch a Disney Channel movie. But they never play it! No, because that was that wasn't a part of it. <laughs> but anyway, they had like the little logo before. Yeah, so it is a song. decom. I just wanted, yeah, I don't know. It was interesting to me, maybe not to you. That's that's what I have about Lee Thompson. Yeah, um, but just talking about his, um, at least, uh, like what he did. He was in. Uh, oh, so he wanted to be an entertainer from a young age, and he his first role in like TV or movie was Sam and Johnny Tsunami. So we saw him earlier. Um, and then Jet Jackson was, like, his big thing that he did as a, like, in his younger years. He did the TV show and then the movie. And then he was in a couple other things. Like, he was in Smallville. He was in, uh, he was in a Friday Night Lights movie, which I've never seen. Um, a couple other things. And then his other big thing was Rizzoli and Isles. So, that's his, like, dis- not discography. Filmography. Filmography, <laughs> yeah. Um, I went through, I only found two people that... I might have recognized somewhere else. Uh, first, we have Queen Melanie Nichols King, who played Jet Jackson's mom. She was in Little Fires Everywhere, with which we both just watched. It's so fucking good. If you've never <laughs> seen Little Fires Everywhere, it's on Hulu. Highly recommend. She plays Mia's mom. Spoiler alert. Um, she was also Flora in The Color of Friendship, which I did not realize. Oh. Hmm. Um, and then, again, we see Vince Carraza, who played the agent in Quince, and then we'll see later in Cheetah Girls, who, if you, he plays Jackal Johnson in the Cheetah Girls, and that's yeah. how I can picture him. And that's all I have. Yeah, I didn't do much research into the other people. None of them were in Seventh Heaven from my research <laughs> that I did, so. All right, are you ready to start? Yeah. Okay, so we open on an abandoned warehouse. Uh, these bad guys have gotten an equation to destroy the Earth. Um, but this girl ziplines in and steals the disc that has the equations right out of the bad guy's hands. It's Hawk! And then they're like, oh, it's only a girl. And then they say, no, but where there's Hawk, there's Silverstone! Which, fuck that, I'm sure Hawk could have taken them all by herself. Uh, Silverstone drops in, um, and he opens this shockwave pod, which causes all the bad guys to, like, fly backwards. Um... The alarm sounds, and then the building starts to catch fire, so Silverstone and Hawk corral all the bad guys to get out of the building, because they're still good guys. Uh, But Dr. Crag, the main bad guy, locks himself inside, and the building explodes as Silverstone runs away. And then we hear, and cut! 
That is the TV show. Oh. Oh. Oh, um, also fun fact that I saw, Amazon gives you a little bit of trivia. So, uh, Lee Thompson Young did 90% of his yeah, stunts as, as uh, Jet Jackson. So, he did run across this, like, burning building scene yeah. that they did. So, fun cool fact. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's a TV show. They're all actors. It was just a thing. Um, so then we cut to... Oh, yeah, wait. That's another thing that I wanted to bring up. So we haven't seen the TV show, so there's probably references that we don't understand. Yeah. Like, we're meeting all these characters for the first time. Yeah, there's all don't... these characters whose names I did not know until, like, halfway into the movie. Yeah, so that's another thing. If you've watched the TV show, then you probably understand us a lot better than we do, but we had not, so there's that. Um, yeah. So yeah, they so congratulate we, them, and yeah. then we go to the school the next day. Jet's with his friend, and his friend's like, Jet you know, Jackson, who we learn is Silverstone. Yeah, they're the same person. <laughs> For those of you who have not seen Jet Jackson like us. Yeah, Silverstone is the character he plays on this TV show. It's like an it's agent. called Silverstone. Honestly, I probably would have been a Silverstone stand if it was real. It looks so fucking cool. <laughs> well, yeah, it does look fun. So Jet just goes to, like, regular school. He lives this double life. Oh, okay, I'm sorry that I keep interrupting the story, but this is another thing I wanted to bring up. I didn't take the time to do it, but I... I want to know how many decoms there are where it's like people switching bodies or like living a double life or whatever because Ooh, I really thought start that take note I know because I really thought that Hannah Montana was like doing something else doing something <laughs> different and then I was like all of these decoms do this are about the same person switching yeah it's the same thing so I'll, I'll make a count and then we'll, we'll come back to this next yeah, time yeah we'll let you know the next time there's like a body switching something like that going on yeah i'm still keeping a count of sports themed movies we haven't had one in a hot second mm-hmm. okay. um yeah so we're <laughs> at school and jet's friend who we learn his name is jb but i did not know that for the longest time oh i heard it he says it real quick he says jb oh, okay well his name's jb he says you look tired, Jet. And Jet says, my life's been hectic. I go to work during, before, and after school. He goes to work during school. Yeah, they don't ever really explain that, but, like, for some reason, did they say where they live? I don't think... No. Yeah, they live... It's, it's a small town. Yeah, small town somewhere in the U.S. Because and this show, like, employs... Well, like, the show employs, like, the entire town. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, so they record there instead of, like, in Hollywood or something, which, yeah. I don't know, does that actually happen? Not as far as I know. I... No. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, when like the whole crew lives there. Yeah, and his whole his school is just fine with him like going to class and then leaving all the time. Well, I mean, uh, there is a girl in my class who um, like trained hard to try and get to the Olympics. She eventually made it to Olympic trials, uh, but she didn't make it past that. But like the entire time we were in grade school, she was only there like once a week. Well, but that was also private school, so yeah. I feel like that's different than public school. Yeah, but she, well, maybe she also not. had, like, tutors and stuff. I know that. Yeah. But we don't see any tutors with Jet. Yeah, but he's just talking about how tired he is, all the work that he has, going back and forth. Um, they're at their lockers at this point, and their friend comes over. She's a girl. We find out her name is Kay. Well, Kayla. they call her Kay, but her name is Kayla. The yeah. first, like, four times they refer to her, they keep calling her Kay. So yeah, I thought that's her name I was her Kay. Name was too. Yeah, but her name is <laughs> Kayla. Kayla. Yeah, so she comes over, and she, like, she's, like, looking at Jet and stuff. And so she's, JB like, telling, leaves. like, JB to leave. Yeah, and so JB leaves, and Kayla's like, oh, like, I had something I want to ask you or whatever. And she's, like, numb. She's nervous, and she's stumbling over her words. And Jay's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you so nervous? It's Not like, like you're going to ask me to promise. Mom, are ya? And so she like looks down and she's like, and then the bell rings. Oh, saved, saved by the, by the bell. bell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we cut to a scene from Silverstone. Uh, it's with Silverstone and Hawk. Uh, the rat, which is Dr. Craig's sidekick or assistant, was captured, but Dr. Craig was not found in the rubble. Um, but they did pull this like giant industrial arch that they have in their headquarters. 
Um, their next assignment is in the Amazon, but Silverstone is like, mm, I don't know, man. I think I might want to sit this one out. He's like, I have no life besides being an agent. I don't have any family. I don't have any friends. I don't do anything. And then the scene cuts. Uh, so then we're, like, back in the real world. Um, it's a lunch break. Uh... And Jack gets yelled at by one of the crew members because he set his soda on this, like, electric soundboard before the scene. And if that falls, then, like, the entire thing will be exploded. I'm sure it costs, like, thousands. Yeah, he was talking about how expensive it was. So it was a big deal. But he's also kind of friends with this, like, guy on the set who, like, we learned that later. His name is Cub or Cubby or something. They call him Cubby. Just so you know. Well, in one scene they call him Jack. So that's what I had, like, in the first like in like one of the first scenes he's credited as cubby i saw that yeah on his IMDb. name is cubby yeah um i don't know if he's like in the show that was another thing because like i don't know if we're supposed to know these people or not from I the show so uh yeah so jet bikes back to school after working um his agent i assume it's his agent yeah plunkett pulls up beside him in a car in a convertible he's like i got exciting news he says the studio wants to extend silverstone for three more years but they need jet to sign on and jet says uh i don't know let me think about it for a second yeah, um, and so his agent is, like, pressuring him the whole time. He's like, you know, this is amazing. This is a big deal. You just need to say yes. They need to know by tomorrow, all this stuff. And Jet is, like, trying to avoid the conversation. And as this is happening, uh, Plunkett isn't paying attention to where he's driving, and he hits a police car. Although that contributes nothing to the plot whatsoever. Yeah, he just does. And then Jet's like, okay, bye. And yeah, so Jet talks to JB about the contract at school, and he's like, you know, like, Silverstone takes so much of my time. Like, I'm Silverstone all the time. I'm, like, this star like, I don't really know who I am. Um, and then this jock, uh, his name's Tank, he calls him, he's like, hey, Silverstone. And Jet is like, see, this is like exactly what I'm talking about. Like, no one ever talks about Jet. Uh, Kayla catches up with them, and um, JB goes to leave. He has to go to work, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Jet asks Kayla uh, what she was going to ask earlier. And then they have this whole, like, awkward conversation where they talk about going to prom together, but it's not really together. Well, yeah, she, like, mentions prom, and he's like, I knew you were going to ask me to prom. And she's like, no, I was just saying I'm going by myself. And he's like, well, if you're going by yourself and I'm going by yourself, maybe we could, like, hang out while we're there. By ourselves. And dance at the prom. And so, prom is tonight, by the way. They don't, they didn't address that earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah, so on set, uh, Jet is talking to Cubby, and Cubby's like, oh, like, you, like, finally have a date with Kayla, it's only a matter of time, like, you guys have liked each other for so long, and Jet's like, eh, nah. Well, he's like, it's not a date, it's just the dance, and he's like, you're going to dance with her at, like, prom, and you don't think it's a date. This is a big deal. Yeah, so clearly, like, on the TV show, like, Jet and Kayla have had, like, um, like a Lizzie Gordo situation. Well, or he, at least he talks about her, at the very least, so, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so, Pete Plunkett, (laughs) um, tells Jet that the studio, about the deal, the studio's, like, giving them everything, like, an extended contract, like, more money, all this stuff, and they need an answer by tomorrow, or else the show is just gonna end. But then he did say, end with a bang, so. Yeah, so Jet says that whole thing about it. Uh, so we cut to another Silverstone scene. Um, Silverstone puts on music and plays with, like, this little gadget ball thing, Hawk walks in, and she says that he needs to stop fantasizing about getting out. This is a stage three emergency, and we need to be on a plane. Um, Silverstone says no, and then kicks her out. Uh, and then the scene cuts. Um, and then the uh, uh, director says, okay, like, that's a wrap. But then the camera person tells him, oh, no, just kidding, we need to reshoot. Um, 
Which is causing Jet to be late for prom. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, kind of stressed about it, but they're just like, you know, that's showbiz, baby. You gotta do what you gotta do. Baby. Yeah, and so, and the director even says, like, you wanted this, didn't you? Like, he's yeah. been doing the show for however long, and the director's, like, trying to guilt him. But it's fine. He, like, reshoots the scene. So after they're done, we cut to Jet running into school with a corsage in his hand. We hear music playing, but as he arrives at the gym, he sees that it's just people cleaning up the gym. So he's missed the entire dance. Mom is was one of the chaperones, so she's yeah. Still I did not up. get this. I at first I thought like she was just a teacher, and I was like, oh, they have a really close relationship. And I was like, oh, I think this is mom. Like, yeah. mom a teacher, and I was like, no, she's just a chaperone. Yeah. So mom is cleaning up, and Jet kind of goes up to her, and she's like, oh, like how did the shoot go? All this stuff, and he talks about how he's disappointed that he missed the dance. Mom mentions that Kayla looked great tonight, and I'm sure she was disappointed that you weren't able to make it. And so uh, he also, she's also like, oh, I heard that the contract is like. It's an offer yeah, to, like, like, renew. like, say anything. She's just like, hey, like, I heard about this. Yeah, and so Jet is kind of like, yeah, I don't really know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I want to, like, renew the contract because I, I feel like I'm missing out on being a regular teen. Yeah, I miss, like, prom tonight. Like, I miss Kayla. All of this stuff because of the show. Mom tries to calm him down. She's like, oh, well, there'll be more proms. But Jet's like literally no there won't (laughs) well and he he's also like he tries to acknowledge like I know that this is what I wanted and I know that like I'm so lucky to have this but I still feel sad like I'm still not sure that this is what I want to keep doing yeah and so mom coming in with the wisdom she (laughs) says if you're not happy doing what you're doing then knowing how lucky you are and how much money you're going to make doesn't mean a thing so, nice. love that, Mom. Yeah, Good so advice. Jet's like, okay, I'll make an announcement on set tomorrow. Well, he says he's going to sleep on it and yeah. then make the announcement. Uh, so, on set the next day, Plunkett is bugging Jet about the contract. Uh, and then we immediately cut to a scene in Silverstone. Uh, we learn that the giant, like, industrial arch that they pulled from the rubble is Dr. Craig's space-time continuum machine. Um, and then I called him supervisor for a while because they didn't say that his yeah. name was Artemis. Yeah, I called him mentor. <laughs> <laughs> so Artemis, uh, yeah, who's, like, their, like, um, adult person who, like, sends them out on all the missions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells Silverstone that he needs to put this teen drama aside. Uh, but Silverstone's like, who cares? Like, Hawk can save the world. Um, and Silverstone's like, what does it matter anyway? Like, I destroyed Craig, and he won't listen to Artemis. Well, yeah, and Artemis is like, there's no evidence that Craig is gone. Like, they didn't find his body, yeah. so we don't know. So we can kind of see, like, the parallels between Silverstone and Jed, because, like, they both, like, went out of the lies that they have. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And at this point, we see on set that uh, these prop people knock over a soda that Jet left on the soundboard, and it causes the the soda causes the board to like glitch and explode and then this current like goes through the wires and eventually like hits jet and causes him to go through the space-time continuum machine and back out again mm-hmm. so jet is knocked out uh artemis we see calls for a medic Je- uh, jet apologizes to nigel the actor who plays artemis for messing up the scene but he looked like nigel i guess looks mm-hmm. very confused um, Hawk walks in. Yeah, and she asks what happens, and so Jet is repeating that they're gonna have to redo the scene, and Hawk also looks very confused about what's going on. So Hawk asks Artemis, like, what is he talking about? And then, uh, we see all these people. Oh, and then we cut. So we see all of these people standing around on set around Jet's body again. So we're like, what's going on? Uh, we realize that this is Silverstone, and he's in Jet's world. And, and Jet, Jet world. is in Silverstone's world. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, so he wakes up, and Kelly tells him about the soda. 
Um, Silverstone, everyone thinks he's Jed. He gets mad at people for crowding him, and he's like, Artemis, what's going on? And Artemis is like, I'm Nigel. Yeah. Jed. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Um, he, Silverstone gets surprised by the camera, um, and Cubby tells him, to, like, to go get checked out. He probably, like, has a concussion or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Silverstone asks, he's like, oh, do you work for Mission Omega Matrix? Which, it's acronym is mom, which I love that. <laughs> Um, and Cubby kind of, like, plays along, because they're still like, oh, he probably just, like, has, like, a really bad head injury or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Silverstone asks Artemis, um, if it's a test. He's like, are you testing me? Like, is this, like, a part of training or whatever? Yeah, and so then, uh, her name is Riley, but he thinks it's Hawk, ro- walks over, and he asks her the same thing. He's like, what's going on? What like, are oh, all like, these I people was doing? in makeup. And yeah. Silverstone's like, you don't wear makeup. Yeah, and then Nigel. Everyone laughs. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> cracking up. And so, yeah, he's just really confused about what's going happen- going on. He, like, tries to walk away, and he's confused, too, because the set is obviously only, like, what they're filming, and the rest is, like, where the, like, stage is. And so he, like, walks away, and he's like, everyone, leave me alone. Everyone's, and- like, following him because they, like, want to know what's wrong with him. <laughs> yeah, they're worried about him because he probably has a concussion. Um, yeah, so he walks away, he walks to a door, but of course he ends up on the outside, and this yeah, is where Plunkett, all like, of pulls the- pulls him, Plunkett, like, pulls him outside, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, like, the press is here, you have to, like, make your announcement. Uh, so the press is, like, hounding him, they're like, are, gonna, are there gonna be three more years of Silverstone? Um, the crew walks out the door, and this is where Silverstone just, like, freaks out. He says, no! And then runs away. <laughs> yeah, and not only does he run away, all of the reporters are chasing yeah. after him. I don't know that why. That illegal. <laughs> well, and also, this is a small town. Like, where are these reporters yeah. <laughs> from? How is this happening? So, is it, like, your local Fox station? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. So he runs away, and he ends up, like, scaling the side of the building. He's, like, hanging off of, like, a fire escape thing. And he, like, ends up getting away from them. Um, Mom pulls up. Yeah, and he doesn't know who she is, but then he sees that they're coming to get him again, so he gets in the car with her anyway. Yeah, so back at uh, headquarters where Jet is, he's asking, he's, like, asking people questions, and he's, like, asking John to call Cut, and Mm -hmm. he's, like, looking around, he's like, where's the crew? Yeah, and he's (laughs) like, this is not in the script, like, what are you guys doing? Uh, He walks, he, like, walks through a door, and it's, like, a complete, like, full-on headquarters, there's no soundstage. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then, because he's still, like, like, the people around him don't know what's going on, these other workers take him into custody so they can, like, check him out, because he's supposed to be Silverstone. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then we cut to Silverstone riding with Mom. She mentions that yesterday was prom. Um, Silverstone is like, I can walk from here. And Mom is like, no, you're not. Also, we're going to eat dinner together tonight. Well, yeah, Silverstone is just being his, like, moody self. Because as we saw in the past couple, like, shots, he's been really moody. And he, like, I don't know, was upset about stuff. And so Mom's like, just calm down. She basically moms him. And he's like, oh, family? I've never had that before. Yeah, so Mom and Silverstone arrive at home. And it turns out Mom is dropping him off at Dad's house because his parents are divorced, which I did not know. Um, so he walks, Silverstone walks to the door, Dad opens it, he's on the phone. We learn that Dad is running for sheriff. Um, Grandma walks in with groceries. Uh, Silverstone uh, walks up to Jet's room. Um, he sees, like, the Silverstone poster, and he's kind of realizing, like, okay, like, so this is Jet. Well, and, yeah, in his room, there's a framed picture with his name underneath that says Jet Jackson. Also, on his computer desk, there are two framed pictures of just Kayla. Yeah. (laughs) And they didn't know that they liked each other. Two framed single pictures of her. Single photos. Like, it's not, like, the three of them. No, it's just Kayla. that's... that's (laughs) 
weird. Yeah, and so uh, Silverstone is kind of looking around. He doesn't really understand what's going on. And then... Um, uh, JB climbs through the yeah. window. Sorry, yeah. JB <sighs> climbs through the window and Silverstone, like, tackles him to the ground and then, like, flips him onto the bed. And JB is not phased at all. He's just like, oh, that's cool. Can you show me how to do that? And Silverstone is just like, oh, like, what are you doing here? And JB's like, oh, I was just checking in on you. Like, you said you would stop by after work, but you didn't. And he was like, hey, like, I just wanted to let you know that Kayla is really mad at you about what happened at prom. Yeah, Silverstone also asked JB to write his name down on a piece of paper so he can get his name without asking for his name. Yeah, Silverstone's pretty clever. This is where I learned that his name was JB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so they're just kind of talking for a little bit, and he's like, oh, she's mad at me because I didn't show up to prom? And he's like, yeah, obviously. They play uh, a little bit of basketball. Yeah, JV also says that he's glad that he turned down oh, some yeah. more years of Silverstone. And he's, he's like, like, I know that a lot of people in town might be, like, upset about it, but I'm glad because I missed my best friend, and it felt like you were only, like, my part-time best friend. Yeah, and this is where uh, Judge Jackson, or not Judge Jackson, Silverstone says to, his, uh, says to himself, I think I might like being Jet Jackson. Oh. Uh, so the real Jet wakes up. Um, he, yeah, he tries to open doors. He calls to the crew. Um, he still believes that he's on set. He finds a little, like, vortex ball gadget he had earlier, and he believes that it's just, like, really good special effects. Yeah, and Hawk then he walks, realizes it's real. Yeah, Hawk walks in, um, and Jet says, he's like, oh, like, Riley, I had a dream that y'all were trying to convince me that I'm really Silverstone, which I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Hawk is just, like, worried about this because she, in her mind, like, this is Silverstone, like, why is he saying all this stuff? Yeah, so Hawk is just like, um, you should go talk to Artemis, he's in the lair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jet walks to go to the lair, he's like, oh, like, this is such a nice set, I guess this is new. Um, and Jet asks Artemis what's going on, and Artemis says that he was involved in an accident with the space-time continuum machine, continuum, continuum machine, mm-hmm. and that he lost his own memory, but he gained someone else's. Yeah, and so Jet this entire time is, like, laughing. He's like, oh my god, Nigel, you're cracking me up, like, this is hilarious. And Artemis is, like, serious. He's like, trust me, this is, like, what's going on. He's like, if you're not Silverstone, then who are you? And he's like, Jet Jackson. And he gives a little summary of himself, which I, like, put a little star by, because I'm like, oh, like, earlier in the movie, he's talking about how he doesn't know who he is, but now he's, like, telling him, like, oh, I'm Jet Jackson, I'm an actor, (laughs) like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, So Hawk walks in, um, she has some new information. Uh, There was, like, camera footage from the the building explosion from the beginning of the movie, Mm -hmm. Um, and we see that Dr. Craig's assistant was, like, wheeled out of the building dead, but five minutes later, he's alive. Which means that Dr. Craig is alive. Dr. Dr. Craig used this, like, molecule regeneration to take on the appearance of his assistant. Yeah, so basically he can, like, shapeshift into other beings, which is very dangerous. So Silverstone and Hawk must go to Chicago. Jet is still, like, playing along, but he doesn't, still doesn't really believe it. Yeah. Um, it's not until they take a helicopter to this wasteland that is Chicago. Chicago is, like, completely destroyed. Yeah, they're like, Chicago's gone. And so then we see Artemis show up behind them, which is kind of weird because Artemis said he was going to stay back and it was just going to be like Jet and Hawk going. So Artemis shows up and he says, impressive, isn't it? Which they don't think is weird. I thought it was weird. I Uh, had Artemis in quotes the entire time. At this point I was like, okay, either like Artemis is evil or... (laughs) Yeah. So Artemis is like, oh, it's impressive and they're like, oh, like what's going on? I thought you were going to stay at headquarters. And he was like, I had to see it for myself and he's like, you know, uh, I think that they're going to hit New York next. You guys should go to New York now. 
And so uh, Jay asks, or Jet asks what happened to Chicago, and Hawk says that um, he couldn't have rearranged Chicago to look like this, so he, Chicago must just be gone. He must have, like, blown it up or something. And so, yeah, that's when Artemis tells him to go to New York, where it is that might be where Crag uh, strikes, strikes next. And so as uh, Jet and Hawk leave, Artemis, in quotes, is just, like, looking at the city, kind of, like, thinking it's beautiful. Not good. Uh, he watches them takes off, and then he laughs eagerly, evilly, and he morphs into Crag. So it he was laughs, Crag. He laughs eagerly. He laughs evilly. <laughs> I want it to sound as an eagle make. Evil. <laughs> anyway, uh, we come back to Jet's house, uh, and Silverstone walks outside. JB comes up and tells him that they're walking to school, but uh, Silverstone was walking the wrong way, because obviously he doesn't know where he's going. Uh, yeah, and so JB, like, not realizing that any of this is weird, Silverstone, like, keeps asking about, like, Jet, like, asking about himself, and JB's like, oh yeah, you're super popular. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, they pass by this teacher, Mr. Du- Mr. Dupree, um, who's putting up a for sale sign on his home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out because the show ending, the show is ending, he's losing his job, which I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get that either. They like, never explain it. I don't know if maybe he is, like, a special tutor for Jet, and so that's why maybe? he's losing his job, because yeah, Jet's just gonna go... Yeah, maybe this is, like, explained in the TV show, but, like, as far as we know in the movie, he is a teacher at Jet's high school, and because the show is ending where he does not work, he's losing his job. Yeah, well, obviously he works something for the show, but we don't understand why his, like, job at Well, the it said, like, because school. the show is ending, he said because the show is ending, the school has to make budget cuts. Yeah, so maybe he is, like, a, a extra teacher for, like, art or something, and they're like, no more art. How does the show fund the school? I don't know that either. That doesn't make sense. I mean, I know that it would, like, bring money to, like, the local economy because, like, yeah. there's a bunch of people, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, so JB turns to Sil- or Silverstone and is like, hey, like, don't, f- I don't want you to feel guilty because everyone's losing their jobs because of you. Yeah, and Silverstone's just like, oh, I won't. Because <laughs> yeah, he, like, um, doesn't understand how the real wor- world this works. Is where Silverstone spots the actor who plays the rat, which is Dr. Craig's assistant, but Silverstone does not know the difference, obviously. So he finds the deputy sheriff who's sitting in his car and he's like, listen, like, there's a felon at the cafe like, help me. So mm-hmm. Silverstone goes and tackles the rat and just, like, gives him to the deputy and then walks away. Yeah, and the deputy's like, oh, hi, Mari. Like, sorry that Jet did that. Don't know what's going on with him. Uh, yeah, so Silverstone and JB get to school. Silverstone is amazed because he's like, oh, like, this is a real school that I've heard about before. But then he finds that traitor is written on Jet's locker because a lot of people's parents work on the show and they're losing their jobs. Um, Silverstone goes over to the locker, and he doesn't know the locker combo, obviously, so he distracts JB and just, like, picks it. Yeah. Uh, Kayla walks up and completely ignores Jet, in parentheses, quotations. Yeah, and so she does that, like, classic thing, so, like, Silverstone's like, oh, hi, Kayla, like, how are you doing? And she just like, does a thing, like, funny, I, I couldn't hear anything, just a traitor. <laughs> she doesn't say that, but... Uh, Silverstone asks why Kayla's ignoring him, and JB's like, because you stood her up at prom, I already told you that, dingbat. He doesn't say that. Uh, Silverstone asks if that made Kayla mad, and she rolls her eyes, slams her locker, and walks away, because obviously. Yeah, so Silverstone follows her, and Kayla's like, I admit that, like, I I like you, I've liked you for a while, and it was wrong of me to assume that you liked me the same way. Yeah, Kayla apologizes. For what? She got set up, and she's the one apologizing? Yeah, like... It's messed up. 
Kayla, you deserve better. Yeah. And so... Well, I guess not Silverstone. <laughs> yeah. And before he can even, like, say anything, this jock comes up and slams it's him tank. against a locker. It's the jock from earlier that was like, hey, Silverstone. Yeah, he slams him against the locker and he's like, can't believe you've done this. Like, my parents lost their job because of you. I'm gonna have to move away. Like, blah, blah, blah. And so Silverstone tells him to let go or else. And he starts counting to three. But again, saved by the bell. Yeah, so then we cut to Jet and Hawk in NYC. Uh, the city's not destroyed yet, uh, but Dr. Craig appears with his henchmen. Um, apparently, Dr. Craig got this horrible, like, facial scar from the burning building, and he's using his, like, molecule rearranger. His yeah. Molecules got all rearranged. <laughs> and then Jet says that, his grandma says that beauty is only skin deep, and you're probably a good person on the inside. And Craig's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Um, so Craig reveals his evil plan. He will create his own dimension, city by city, where he is the ruler, and he will basically just, like, steal cities from their dimension and transport them to his own dimension. Yeah, and in his dimension, like he said, he's the ruler, and then they, like, cease to exist in the regular dimension anymore, and everyone who's in the city while it happens is, like, trapped in his dimension. Yeah, so then Craig is like, you have five minutes to leave New York City before it gets transported to the new dimension. So we have, like, this whole montage where they're, like, running across New York City and yeah. they finally make it to the river wherever um, it gets transported. Yeah, because apparently if they're in the river, that doesn't get transported into the other dimension. I, it does, They New didn't York explain City's it. pretty big. I don't know. They didn't explain it. They're also trying to warn people while this is happening, but it's New York City, and obviously if they're like, the world's about to end, people are just going to be like, those people are on drugs. Yeah, okay, so they're in the water, and then Dr. Craig is like, oh, well, I didn't get you this time, but I'll see you later in my new dimension. And then he uses this, like, portal key where he, like, rips a hole in the space-time continuum mm -hmm. to go to his new dimension. And then Hawk and Jet run after him. Yeah, and it's because it's still open for, like, a second. So Jet gets through, but Hawk doesn't. So, so she's like, stuck in New York City. So, why would it matter if they got to the new dimension this way, other than being transported? I guess because then they can maybe get out? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so uh, Jet ends up in Craig's dimension. It's a black-and-white world with no sound. He tries to get people's attention, but they all just walk forward and stare straight ahead, not noticing him. Yeah. Uh, we see this eye briefly appear oh my God. in the sky. This is, this is a scene that I remember. Everything is in black and white. Jet is, like, standing on taxi, like, screaming, trying to get people's attention. And we see this giant eye, like, looking up through the sky, just, like, looking at what's going on. Very Big Brother-y. And so Jet decides to jump off and try and find the little henchman. So he eventually finds them and decides that he's going to take them all on by himself because he thinks that he can do that. Yeah, he tries to fight them, but he ends up running away. Then they have this, like, fight scene on a playground, and Jet ends up stealing the, uh, like, portal key. Yeah. Um, and he uses it to get transported back to Hawk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we cut to Silverstone running home. Um, he tells Grandma that he's going to go hang out with Kayla and JB. They're going to bike to the creek. Yeah, Grandma suggests calling the studio to see if he has to work. Uh, but Grandma watches Silverstone fake this phone call. He doesn't even, like, talk. He just holds no. the phone to his ear. And then he eventually sets it down. He's like, nope, they don't need me. Bye. Well, like, he obviously, like, doesn't know the number. And, yeah. like, he may not even know how to work a telephone. I don't know how Silverstone, what's in Silverstone's world. Yeah. Uh, so Silverstone, JB, and Kayla bike down to the creek. They run into Tank and his jock hoodlums. Yeah, and um, so... Kayla tries to defend Silverstone. She's like, hey, like, your parents had jobs before this show. Like, I'm sure they'll get jobs after. Yeah, We're... like, it'll be okay. Stop blaming Jet. Like, he's a teenager. Yeah, so they, like, start to gang up on him. Uh, but Silverstone pulls out the shockwave pod. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously it doesn't work because it's a prop. Every, like, they all start laughing at him because they're like, we know that this is a, like, we've seen your show, man. Yeah. Um, so Dad Sheriff shows up and breaks it up. Um, he tells Silverstone that the show called and he needs to shoot a few more scenes. Uh, Dad gives him a ride and asks why there's problems with Tank. Like, they've all, they've been friends before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and Silverstone's like, I, like, caused the, his parents to lose their job or whatever. And whenever they arrive at the set... Dad tells him, he's like, listen, like, no one else could have done what you've done in the last three years. Like, being a kid, going to school, having, like, a multi-million dollar television show. And he's like, if you want to be done, like, it's okay to be done. Yeah, and he says, like, we respect you, like, you've done so much, we're really proud of you, basically. Yeah. So Silverstone walks on set, he spots the rat again and runs after him, but the director has to explain that it's not him, he's an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cubby gives him a new script for rehearsal. And during rehearsal, Silverstone obviously is not an actor, uh, so whenever he reads his lines poorly, everybody laughs at him. Yeah, I think that's really funny. Yeah, Rat gets called in for a fight scene, but then he sees, like, injured stuntmen, so, like, obviously Silverstone is not, like, stage fighting. Yeah, and then we cut back to, uh, like, Jet in the other world, and Artemis, uh... He's, like, playing out the scene that they're rehearsing Yeah. in real life. Yeah, and so, uh, Jet and Hawk are with Artemis, and Artemis is like, how did you guys know to go to New York next? And so Jet's like, you told us to. And Artemis is like, no, I've been here the entire time. Like, it must have been Crag. And so then they're like, well, how do we know that you're not Crag now? So they start asking him all these questions to make sure that he's Artemis. Like, only questions he would know. While this is happening, we see that Hawk is, like, slowly reaching for the little portal key that's been sitting on the table. And so Jet catches her hand and takes it. And he's like, what are you doing? So then Artemis and Jet ask Hawk these questions and hawk doesn't know turns out hawk was crag they caught her so crag like turns back into himself and he like he didn't get me this time and runs away and so then like two seconds another portal key that he has yeah and two seconds later hawk comes in she's like what's up what's going on so uh so then i hated the scene (laughs) jet sits like on top of the headquarters with hawk and he's like oh like i used to sit on summer nights on my porch and look at the moon and Hawk uh, knows that he's not really Silverstone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at home, we have a parallel scene of Silverstone looking at the sky and the moon. Uh, Grandma comes out and he tells, like, the same story, like, oh, when like, I, I met sit home. on my headquarters and look at the moon. Yeah. And and Grandma so, knows that he's not Jet. Yeah, and so Silverstone asks, like, how does she knew? Grandma's like, I was, like, the first person to see Jet when he was born. Like, it's my grandson. I'll always know. Like, like if, when I look into his eyes, like, I know Jet Jackson. Yeah, and so... Then So then we cut to Silverstone oh. and JB walking out of the shop where JB works. Uh, the deputy sheriff drives up. Uh, he's off camera, but then we see Kayla walk up to Silverstone, who asks to meet him there. Uh, JB goes back inside, and Silverstone is like, hey, like, whenever you said I, you assumed that I liked you, like, you were right, I do like you. Um, and he apologizes again for missing prom, and he and she's like, you know, that's okay, like, we'll have more dances, and he's like, no, let's make up prom now. He's like, I don't want to have, I don't want to wait for another dance, so JB, with the help of the sheriff, turns on this music, and they dance right there in the In front of the store. Yay, it's great. <laughs> yeah, and so then... So back on set, set yeah. yeah. Mom walks into Jet's trailer where Silverstone is waiting. It's his last day of work. Uh, Mom has a surprise for him. They open the door of his trailer, and the whole town is applauding him, like, thanking him for the past three years and what he's done for the town. Yeah, and even the people who are losing their jobs, because I'm sure, hopefully, Mom and Dad talk some sense into them, and they're like, don't blame a teenage boy. yeah, Tank walked up and is like, hey, like, my parents talked some sense into me, like, I'm sorry. 
the rat walks up, and Silverstone freaks out again, but Grandma, like, pulls him aside, and she's like, he's an actor. Yeah, and then she, Grandma brings up a good point. She's like, hey, like, if you're Silverstone, where's Jet? And Silverstone apparently didn't think of this. Yeah, but before he could answer, the director comes up and gives Silverstone a new script for the big final ending. They have to make it unforgettable, since this is the end. Yeah, so we see, like, Silverstone, like, reading the script while Jet, like, acts it out. Mm -hmm. Um, Jet sees a note under the portal key, um, Craig took Hawk and Artemis, and he wants to exchange them for the key. I don't know how he was able to take Hawk and Artemis, but not the key. I don't know. (laughs) Well, last time we saw them, Hawk, Artemis, Artemis, and... Uh, Jet were all there together, and Craig just left. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. So Silverstone knows it's a trap, but he realize he realizes that Jet doesn't know it's a trap. So mm-hmm. Jet's gonna walk into it, and he's like, "I have to go back and save Jet." Yeah. Uh, Grandma walks in, and Silverstone is like, "I gotta go back. I'm gonna go help Jet." Because like apparently he know he automatically knows that that's where Jet is. Well, also he said he's like he's like I know I I need to help him and I want to save him, but I'm sad because I don't want to leave like my friends and family that I have here. And Grandma gives him a peck pep talk and she's like in your world you have friends and family too like artemis and hawk and all this stuff yeah so, so they say goodbye and then silverstone just like walks back through the portal yeah if he could nothing. do that yeah like why didn't they do that from the beginning i don't understand they don't explain it but yeah yeah so silverstone arrives at headquarters and meets jet um silverstone tells him tells jet that he's gonna like walk into a trap he knows everything that's happening uh, but yeah, apparently, yeah, Silverstone's like, oh no, but I'm, like, gonna write the sending myself. Yeah, and so Silverstone tells Jet to go home, and Jet doesn't want to, he wants to help, but Silverstone's like, no, that's, like, where you belong. When you get there, make sure you break the space-time continuum, because he's like, if Crag can do this in our, in my world, like, what if he gets through it and can do this in your world, too? So yeah. Jet, uh, reluctantly so, leaves. He just, yeah, like, well, walks- Yeah, Silverstone's like, I had what I was looking for here all along, and you need to get back to the people who love you, too. So, yeah, so Jet hands over the key. Uh, I asked, I put in my notes, why didn't they do this from the beginning? <laughs> no one knows. And Silverstone leaves. Uh, Jet walks back through the portal, and he's about to break the machine, but Cubby stops him, because he's like, mm-hmm. this is a very expensive set piece that we still need to use. Yeah. Um, Cubby reveals that they're going to kill Silverstone in the script, and he starts reading it. And as he's reading it, we see Silverstone acting it out. Mm-hmm. Um, Silverstone is approaching Craig's lair. Uh, Craig plans to, like, evaporate, like he said, evaporate the world city by city. Um, Artemis and Hawk are trapped in a force field. Uh, Craig starts his machine, and then he puts his eye up to this, like, little globe, which is, like, the eye that we saw earlier in yeah. the dimension. Um, and he then, has Paris. Yeah, but then Silverstone drops in. Uh, Craig, but then Craig, like, points this laser at Silverstone. Yeah, and, and he's like, one move and you're dead. But then Jet jumps in. Jet walks in and turns off the machine. Um, Hawk and Artemis hold off uh, the goons while Silverstone and Jet go to find Craig. And then, all of a sudden, <laughs> there are three Jet Jackson slash Silverstone slash yeah, Craig. I, I, I didn't know how to describe this. I was yeah. Like, a third Silverstone slash Jet shows up. Yeah, and so obviously they know one of them is Craig, and they're trying to figure out who it is. They're, like, walking in circles or, like, looking person to person. But then Silverstone hears Grandma's voice in his head and says, I know Jet Jackson just by looking in his eyes, and then they immediately know. Yeah, both of them yeah. <laughs> decide to, they kick his legs out from under him, and they take and they Craig like down. Knock him, knock him out. Yeah. yeah, and so Artemis tells them, good job, and everything is, like, back to normal. Yeah, they're back at headquarters, the world is restored, um, Jet thanks, Haw- I said Hank, Hawk and Artemis, and then, uh, Silverstone gives Hard- Artemis a hug, and it's like, oh, like, I missed you, bro. 
Yeah. Um, and then Artemis and Hawk leave. Um, Silverstone says that after Jet leaves, he has to destroy the machine. Uh, then they have, like, this conversation about Hawk and Kayla, because, mm, significant. Funny. <laughs> um, Silverstone reveals that the show is canceled, because apparently Jet did not know that. Uh, well, yeah, because Jet wasn't the one who made the announcement. Yeah, Jet tells Silverstone, he's like, oh, look, you have a good in your world, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jet, and then Jet is like, oh, you know, like, I realize that I don't have to choose between, between Silverstone and myself, because they're both me. Uh, and then Jet leaves. Uh, he walks out of the soundstage to the crowd that was there before. He greets Nigel, the rat, and Cubby. Uh, he sees Grandma, and she's like, hang on, I know, I know what happened. Yeah. Um, he walks up to Kayla, they hold hands, um, Plunkett hounds him for, like, statements and stuff, and then Jet gets up on top of a car and announces to the crowd that he's not quitting Silverstone, which I thought... Was so anticlimactic. Yeah, he just, he decides he's gonna keep doing it. Everyone Again, cheers like, and claps. It's like fucking Hannah Montana, where we got, like, this whole theatrical movie release, and she's like, I don't want to be Hannah Montana anymore, but then, like, this entire town in Tennessee is like, um, yeah, you are. <laughs> and she's like, okay. Well, I think he just had to come to terms with who he was, and then he realized he can do it all. I feel like if I was a fan of the show, I'd be disappointed in that ending. Did this end the show entirely? I didn't. I, I wasn't so. sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and as we mentioned in the beginning, this was the first of a few movies, TV shows that they did this to. The second was Even Stevens. And oh, then, I love the Even Stevens. Yeah. And then I don't know if Kim Possible or Proud Family came next, but both of them also had movies. Mm-hmm. So Kim Possible had two movies. Yeah. So, did you have any favorite quotes? I found one. I didn't. I was going to ask you, because I don't have a good screenshot for our Instagram. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I found one. Okay, so this was back whenever Silverstone is still Silverstone in his world. He's being all, like, emo and sassy. And Artemis says, I'm not quite sure what phase of adolescence drama you're going through, but but whatever it is, you need to set it aside. So I thought that was funny, because even superheroes get emo, apparently. (laughs) Uh, How'd you rate and rank this? So I gave this a three out of five. I thought it was like a pretty fun movie and it was one that I hadn't like seen all the way through before. And I braided it, uh, I put it at number 15, uh, 17 again is above it and life size is below it. Um, I thought similar. I rated it a two and a half out of five, mostly because I don't have the backstory of the TV show. If I probably liked the TV show, I probably would have ranked it higher. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that's cool about also, the TV show is the they had... Oh, sorry, go ahead. The TV show had, like, celebrity guests and stuff, so, like, especially if you watch it as, it like, Britney Spears was on it and, like, all this stuff. So, <laughs> there are episodes on YouTube. If I would have been more committed, I would have watched some of them, but I just got caught up looking all this stuff up, so. We only have a, we do this once a week. We don't have that much time. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, and then I was also disappointed in the fact that they just decided to switch instead of <laughs> I wish it would have been, like, more complicated, baby. <laughs> yeah, but as far as, like, body-switching movies go, I feel like this was a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, it didn't have too many annoying tropes where they're like, uh, 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 uh. so, that was a good explanation. <laughs> it was, the okay, what she's explaining It's when you have, like, both people in the same room, but you can only let the per- the other people in the room know that there's only one of you. Yeah. Anyway, I put this at number 21, <laughs> under Don't Look Under the Bed, and above Mom's on a Date with a Vampire. Fun. Uh, so the next one we're doing is The Jenny Project. I've never heard of this. It's about, um... Is it about... Is it Jane like- Goodall. Oh! Yeah. I learned about Jane Goodall when I watched Naturally Sadie. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, she's the monkey one, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's about monkeys. <laughs> oh, it's fun. Yeah. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>